This is Henry Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about news from Redskins training camp, including the signing of Leron Landry, the injuries to Chris Samuels and Clinton Ports, and we welcome back John from the UK on the 88th episode, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 y'all, what's up? Yo, 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 what's happening? Who's it? Who's back? Who's back? Who's back? John's back in the saddle. Uh, back in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> back from my trip to the UK and Ireland, the Republic of. How was it, dude? There was Guinness. Yeah. Guinness was great. Thank goodness. Ireland was awesome. Every day, it was kind of sunny, kind of rainy. Really beautiful weather, actually. It was really nice. The UK was great, too. There were a lot of uh, flooding going on. There was a lot of flooding going on in, in England. But luckily, it didn't affect the uh, city of London and had a good time. And actually met up with uh, Paul out in uh, Paul Tattersdale from uh, from England, who is a big Redskins fan, had a his Clinton Portis jersey with him and everything. He met me at a pub in central London called Ye Old Cheshire Cheese. Ye Old Cheshire Cheese. I saw this Ye Old Cheshire Cheese. It's so old, it was rebuilt in 1667. Rebuilt in 1667. Rebuilt. It was actually built originally in the 1500s. But wow. it was rebuilt after the Great Fire in 1667. Interesting. That you drink there all the time named Samuel Johnson. He wrote the first dictionary in English. Now, did you get some cheese while you were there? I did not get any cheese, but I did get some beer. Hey, dude, dude. Yeah. I, I hope he spelled everything right. What are you talking about? The dude that wrote the first English dictionary. <laughs> how did he you know how he to spell it? I mean, how did he look it up if he didn't know how to spell it? It's like, should we spell pint with an I or should we spell it with a Y? He's the one that made all those decisions and made the first dictionary. Mm. What's his Daniel name? Johnson. Samuel Adams? Samuel Johnson. Uh, Samuel Johnson is right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Paul was there. He showed up with the Redskins. We're going to have a picture on the, uh, the uh, website of him and I at the pub there. And um, he actually plays for a American football team there called the Reading Renegades. It's like a, a, a league for people in England. And I guess, I think it's all the whole UK. I think there's teams from Wales and Scotland, too. Um, guys who just really love to play football. And I mean, like, they really play. You know, do they, do they wear, like, pads and stuff, or do they? Do they wear pads. And he was telling me that, uh, he, he, he has to take his pads sometimes if he has practice after work. He has to take his pads with him to work. And if, if the trains are running late, he has to change, like, in the bathroom on the train. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a guy who really loves football. So. Paul, here's to you, man. I'm glad we got to, to meet up with you, even though it was a really short, a really short meeting. We only had time for one beer because it was really busy, but it was really cool to run into a Redskins fan out in jolly old England. It was great, great time. And uh, yeah, we'll put the picture up there of him in his Redskins jersey. Yep, it sounds like a real men of genius ad. <laughs> Mister UK Redskins fan club president. <laughs> man, we uh. Um, last week, John, did you get to listen to the podcast? We had Hogtown Diesels on. I heard 
that uh, Hogtown was on there uh, uh, filling in for me. He did an admirable job of uh, doing some Johnisms. He did. Mm-hmm. He did not use the word debacle, however. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a debacle. Exactly. Man. Exactly. Um, uh, did he say uh, on the whole? <laughs> preparation yeah. H feels good. good. Preparation uh, F and G have failed. <laughs> Anyway, I'm glad to be back because I've been missing doing the podcast. I know I missed two. And it was great over there. It was fantastic. I basically stayed away from almost all forms of uh, news and media, which was nice. Right. Um, for the most part, I was on the Internet for about five minutes putting the pub location and name on the on our website. But now I'm back, and I've been catching up. And training camp started, and Ron Landry was late, but he's in. Yeah. Has he actually he's taken in. the field yet? Because the last time I checked, he was just standing on the sideline drinking some water. Well, I don't know if they – there was a certain point, like, he couldn't practice until he had his physical and stuff, so maybe when you saw it, that's what was happening. Yeah, he's, he's actually been on the field, and everyone's talking about how little – how how very little behind he is compared to everyone else, and that he went out there and he went full speed the entire time. Really? Every, everyone's talking really highly of him. They're really pumped. And they made him do uh, apparently Greg Williams on the first day or your first day. Um, you got to do up-downs. And I think they said it was 30 or something like that. Right. And, like, other players were jumping in and doing some of them with him, like, to support him the first time. And even the uh, safety coach got down and did a few with them. Really? Yeah. Like, they, and they, they're really pumped. They're really the, – they're really excited about having him and Sean Taylor in the backfield. He's back there now. So, we're pretty – it sounds like he's doing pretty good. Like, he's a lot farther ahead than anyone expected after one day, for what that's worth. But, hey. Well, dudes, if you haven't seen it, we put a little uh, little streaming media clip up courtesy of YouTube on our website. And um, you go in there and check that out, man. You watch him hit some of these guys. There's one hit, man, where he hit this guy, and the guy just totally bends the wrong way. He tacoed him, uh, man. He tacoed him. He is. He totally tacoed the guy. <laughs> a person, and a person should just not bend like that. I know. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to seeing some people bend like that this year, though. Once he once he cracks that starting lineup and gets in there, dude. Which one of you guys is hanging out with Michael Vick? <laughs> <laughs> that's my dog in the background. Oh yeah, that 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 wasn't mine this time. Outstanding. Well, anyway, other Redskins news: Chris Samuels, um, or, or Clinton Portis. Did, well, first, let's go with Clinton Portis here. Clinton Portis did not practice because of tendonitis in his right knee, which is the same thing that uh, he had in minicamp uh, about six weeks ago. Yeah, dude. What, right. Is it, does it just, is it just not healing? Is this going to be another Clinton Portis is hurt all season? In the words of Danny, should we take what we can get for him? I don't know, dude. <laughs> but back when, I was, back when I was a flyman at Virginia Opera, um, I had tendonitis in my elbow. And basically, if you stopped using it, it felt fine. But the minute you started using it again, or I started using it again, I guess, it would hurt like crazy. So you'd think it was healed, and then all of a sudden you'd start using it and be like, man, it's not healed yet. It just takes forever to get tendonitis to calm down. Man. Rough, rough. Well, you know, it's a good thing we got Liddell Betts there to help share the the workload. But I think it was... 
after last year, really, and with his history, I think it's a foregone conclusion that Clint Portis is never, ever going to be healthy, to be perfectly honest. So, I don't know, know, dude. I just it, I, I think he's going to be good, but I think, you know, expectations have to be tempered a little bit. And I think if he's the way it's going right now with him and Nets there sharing the load, um, it's going to prolong his career a lot because if he's, you know, I mean, we all know that he throws his body around and, and sacrifices like crazy on the field, like in that tackle that he hurt himself last year in preseason. Yeah, I was about to he say, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to be making any tackles this preseason. Yeah, definitely. So, and same thing with uh, Chris Samuels. He's got what a sprained MCL, I think, is the deal. Yeah, he's out uh, four weeks. Last time I saw. Yeah, a sprained MCL. They said it was like a class two, whatever that means. So I guess that's not horrible, but not bad because they say it doesn't need surgery. Apparently, but, apparently, when it happened, from what I read, he was like, "Crap, there goes the season." But then, I guess it's good news for him. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, they won't rush him back, and they'll be able to fill in fill in the gaps there. And I mean, you know, they got Todd Wade. They're trying to play a guard, but he's he's the natural person, I think, to fill in there at tackle. No, did they move, did they move him into guard at camp this week? And they've got this guy uh, step on hair. Yeah, the, uh, the undrafted. He's a Turk. Undrafted Turk. Wait, he's, he's a big man. He's six six something. Six six like three something. He's a big guy. Dude, did you say his name was Step on Hair? It's like it's Stefan Hair. 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 H E Y E R. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, thought you said like you stepped on my hair. <laughs> we were talking about this new guy and like saying, Who's that? What were, what was that song you were singing about Scrub? <laughs> um Well like I was going. When I called you up this morning, talking about the new scrub we found. <laughs> Man, I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you. When Step on Hair stepped in a tackle, <laughs> dude. Stepping on the ground. <laughs> Samuel's is happy for you. He's really happy for you. Oh. <laughs> Dude, is this guy a scrub? Do you know anything about him besides that he played at Maryland? I guess I've seen him play last year when they went and beat Virginia. Yeah, I saw um, I saw a little bit of an interview with him on Comcast after he did it, and he was just like, he's a very well-spoken, uh, I, it's kind of hard to say young man when the guy's like 6'6 six, six and twice my weight, but he's a very well-spoken young man. <laughs> very well-spoken he was like, man. yeah, I wasn't expecting this today, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, and what the word is that everyone's pretty don't you know they're just like well it's through him in but don't be surprised if tomorrow it's somebody else and they'll just try on a whole bunch of different people. Yeah. But they they apparently they're really sold at Todd Wade or on Todd Wade being the left left guard, so they don't want to move him to tackle and try someone else at guard. So you know see what happens. Hey, uh, let me let, let me ask you guys a question. How do you feel about um? Preseason, like how much should we uh, put these dudes at risk, especially after the Clinton Portis injury last year and the two injuries we've already had in three days of training camp? Right, Jansen a couple years ago. Not to mention um, Marcus Washington nursing that hip and uh, yeah, and other dudes. Yeah, Randy Thomas is, isn't going full speed yet. He's coming back. He has a sore knee, um, doesn't he? 
Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Josh? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything yet. I th- I know what I, I think it it needs to go on an individual basis, man. Like John Jansen and Chris Samuels, I don't know how much you need to like risk them. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, but, but then people and I people mean, like Jason Campbell though, he needs to be in there as much as he can get. I think. Right. I think last year showed that you definitely got to get a good amount of reps. You can't go in and do like you know, two series, all four games, and expect to be ready for this season, especially with the new offense. This year might be different because Saunders is the Saunders offense during the second year that supposedly you're supposed to have it down pat, and we've all heard that Jason Campbell's really looking looking good and smooth out there. So we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, certain guys like that, like uh, like you said, like like the tackles, then they, that have been there that long, you know, maybe they should – Set them out and let them rest a little bit longer. I guess I guess there are arguments on both sides. Is all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to be professional athletes. They should be in top shape. They should be able to get out there and perform, and that includes practicing in the preseason and getting geared up for season. You know, I mean, that's what they're getting paid to do. Yeah. You know, the other the other side of that is if you if you run them too hard now. Then uh, you know, and they do get hurt. Then you can't use them, and you're paying them all those millions of dollars. You know, and you can't use them. So and you can't use them, and you suck. It's like so you're it's damned like, if you do, you're damned if you don't. It's like right. yeah, I'm, there's always going to be injuries. There's always going to be injuries. It's just you you, you got to you got to do some preseason work to be able to be ready. You can't just do one or two series and, and sit. Right. Hey, did you guys hear speaking to Marcus Washington that they're going to start lining up and him up at end sometime? Did you hear about this? No, really, did not hear that. Yeah, I read they're going to start lining him up at end and like giving him a lot more freedom now that they've got um, London Fletcher Baker in there. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they said it's going to free so him, of, free him up to rush the passer a lot more. So kind of like they used to do with uh, Lamar. Actually, yeah. Give me a little more freedom, a little freelancing freedom. Hey, John, you weren't you weren't here when we talked about Marcus Washington's season last year in that article in the Post about him, um, like the drug, the uh, steroids thing. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about that. What's up with that? Oh, maybe you should go back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it over my jet lag? I'll, I'll certainly be caught up. All right, dudes. So anyway, um, did you guys hear about uh, Joe Salavea and Ronaldo Wynn, who they were working out with in the offseason? I, I heard they're working out with, like, some, um, what's, the, what's the dude? It's, like, some Strongest Man Contest winner or something. For really? Like strongest Man. Yeah, some dude named uh, Mark Philippi, or Philippi. Have you, have you been like Philippi? Strong, has, now, has he been the strongest man before, or did he just compete in, like, strongest man contest? I don't know, but Joe Zalavea's socks were getting him in the running for strongest man of another kind. <laughs> no, dude, no, dude, that's world's strongest feet. <laughs> the, the ones that Josh bought on eBay. World's strongest bitch. Game worn. <laughs> 
speaking of these, uh, you know, I think that's great they're working out with Strongest Man. So, you know, like while everybody else is bench pressing and stuff, they're like pulling trains and semis across a 40-foot pad or something. And lifting uh, up dot commercials with, what is it, Magnus Von Magnuson? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like lifting Dotsons up. Yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> you know, like running with, running with boulders and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> and those big like tractor tires. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the one where they like pull the school bus full of kids <laughs> <laughs> with their teeth. It's like a tractor pull, but instead of a tractor, there's like a dude with their. <laughs> speaking of speaking of someone else who bulked up, did you hear that uh, John's favorite receiver, Brandon Lloyd, bulked up ten pounds? I heard that. And, yeah. our, and uh, all reports say that it is noticeable in uh, training camp. At least it's noticeable that he's bulked up as he stands on the sideline. Well, he's already got a bulky head. <laughs> hey, let me rattle off some stats about Lloyd, actually, because I was reading up on him uh, from the Washington Post. He, uh, let's see, he had 23 catches last year, which tied him for 146 in the league. That's 365 yards and no touchdowns left him in sole possession of <laughs> 111th place in the league. <laughs> he was 111. <laughs> 1-1-1. He is 1-1-1. Yeah, I think he was probably shooting for his number, trying to at least be 85th or whatever it is. But, yeah, uh, I mean, if, if he can't get, if he can't rank better than his number, he's really in trouble. Dude, if you're a receiver and you can't rank better than your number, you are in trouble. Yeah, well, it sounds like he's kind of. Yeah, I think. I don't. I don't think he can really change his stripes too much, but at least he's not saying anything stupid yet in the media this year. And I think even someone as as kind of clueless to the world knows, or even even as someone that's kind of clueless to the world should know. Um, I think he does realize how horrible and he was last year and how much he sucked and how much he kept putting off all his his uh, problems and blaming him on all these other people. Like, he could do no wrong. It was everyone else's fault. So I think he's just shutting up, and, and he realizes he's got to get his act together. Well, dude, he did say something kind of uh, funny. Um, speaking of him bulking up, I found this uh, diary. Uh, it was up on hogshaven.com, and I wanted to read you a little... Uh, Say, would you just like find it laying in the gutter somewhere? <laughs> Brandon Lloyd Diary. Brandon Lloyd Diary. I can see Aaron walking down the, Aaron walking down the street going, <laughs> Sweet, a Brandon Lloyd Diary laying in the gutter. It's like purple and has lace around the edges and has lace. <laughs> But anyway, I found it in the gutter and I opened it up and this is what it said, talking about him bulking up in the offseason. Now realize, dudes, realize... If Brandon Lloyd now weighs in at 200 pounds, you know what club he can join. Oh. The Harry Hog Football. The 200 C. BFF Club. Woo. <laughs> so anyway, you got to keep in mind when I read this, um, this part of the journal, that this dude started off, off the off season like John Adams size, not me and Josh size. All right. <laughs> can, I, can I start it off? September 15th. 2006. Okay, go ahead. What's his voice like? I ate six meals per day, with the lighter meals later in the day, and the heavier meals in the morning. My breakfast would consist of a 16-ounce T-bone steak and 10 egg whites. 
That would be the meal I'd eat before I'd train. Right after I'd train, I'd eat two chicken breasts and eight to ten egg whites. After that, I'd eat fish, maybe 12 ounces of ai tuna, tuna, sorry, broccoli, and a baked potato. My fourth meal would be chicken, broccoli, and a baked potato. All smothered in egg whites. <laughs> my fifth meal... <laughs> my fifth meal would be a lamb chop or rack of lamb. What? And finally, my sixth meal would be fish again. But this, this is where it gets funny. Then he goes on to write, The tough thing about eating like that is if I ate my breakfast too late, or if I didn't eat my in-between meals in time, then I'd be up late trying to finish eating. Seriously. <laughs> here's the funniest part. Seriously. There were a few nights when I'd fall asleep on the couch while trying to catch up with my eating. <laughs> All right. He should be now, trying to catch some other things. Yeah, truly. He needs to worry about catching, but it's not on his eating. <laughs> now, now read the footnote, the little asterisk at the bottom that says, between meals, I popped entire bottles of Zantac 150. <laughs> See, I could understand if that was like Trey Johnson talking about that or Randy Thomas or somebody. But Brandon Lloyd? <laughs> Brandon, avoid the Lloyd. Eat six meals a day. Dude, seriously, there were a few nights when I'd fall asleep on the couch while trying to catch up with my eating. And <laughs> <laughs> his breakfast with a pound of T-bone beef. And then he'd go train. And a carton of eggs. And a carton of eggs. Dude, he ate 20 eggs a day. 20 eggs a day. A lot of damn eggs, man. Well, you didn't even like, eat like Paul Newman eggs. What did he do with the yolks? Toss them out, or did he, like, make something with them? That's wasteful. Oh, he probably tosses them out. That's wasteful. Do you know how many, like, kids there are in the world that would love to eat one egg yolk a day? That would love to eat his There, There are millions of kids just in America that would love to eat Brandon Lloyd's egg yolks. Hey, dude. All on his leftover T-bone scraps. Dude, didn't they, um, don't they use egg yolks in, like, cakes? Maybe he, like, donated them to the local bakery or something. Yeah, maybe his neighbor makes a lot of cakes or something. Maybe we should make that the trivia question this week. <laughs> what does B-Lloyd do with all of those eggs? <laughs> Speaking of the trivia question, you guys hear that music? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right, y'all. It's time for Tom Trivial. In case you didn't join us, last week's question, uh, who we did get an answer from, was name the 16 quarterbacks who have started a game since Mark Rippon, yes, fathead Mark Rippon, left the team. <laughs> That's a good question. John, let's see how many you can come up with. Wait, 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 wait. Does Mark, does Mark Griffin count as one? No, because he hasn't started a game for the Redskins since he left the team. That, that's Mark Griffin. That's yeah. Mark Griffin. All right. Okay, okay. Let me see how many I can name here. Um, Dan Humphreys. Um, let's see. Jason Campbell. Patrick Ramsey. Oh, he's working backwards. Wait, did you say Stan Humphreys? Yeah, Humphrey's too early. Yeah, he's, eh, John loses. Ah, man. Here, I was, I was getting ready to throw out uh, uh, 
Oh, what the hell was that guy that was the quarterback for the Raiders two years ago? Rich Gannon. Yep. For now. Tim Hasselbeck. of course. Yeah, he did start, didn't he? Yep. Tim Hasselbeck. What about the Gus Bus? Or is that, that start after him, did he? Yeah, the Gus Bus. Gus, Gus Barak. Um, a new Dolphin. Huh? He's now a Dolphin. Come on. Sage Rosenfeld? No, he just got signed. Trent Green? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, John's favorite dude that came in with uh, Coach Spurrier. Oh, jeez, man. Oh, oh, oh. Can't stand that guy, the damn glove. What's his name? Danny Warfel. Yeah. Oh, yeah and with him, you also have to include uh, Shade Matthews. And, and yep. what's Aaron's favorite quarterback that, uh, that neglected to sign Aaron Tatt? Yep. Jeff George. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the senator that Josh loves down in North Carolina. <laughs> the biggest bust ever, arguably. Don't forget the guy that's cold a lot and has John's first name. John? That's right, John Freeze. <laughs> that should have been that should have been a trivia question in itself. Name the last name of the guy named John. Who quarterback started as quarterback for the Redskins. How many games did he start? I I think a few, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember reading about him. I don't even remember. Dude, what about the dude that starts for the Redskins right now? I said Campbell. We already said him. Did you say um uh Big Head Ramsey? Did you say the dude that is now the quarterback for the Vikings? And he was the quarterback for the Buccaneers. Oh wait, he's not the quarterback for the Vikings anymore, is he? Who are you talking about? Brad Johnson. Oh yeah, old Brad Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) And there's two of them that you guys are never going to get. Kerry Conklin. Johnson is right. Kerry Conklin, remember him? Oh, yeah. And Tony Banks. Oh, yeah. 2000, because they put him in there after Jeff George, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So. And uh, wow. the dude that sent it in was our good old... Name list right there, isn't it? <laughs> that's a, that's a Canton roster. I know. <laughs> dude, the guy that got it right was our good friend Simon Kinsey from uh, the UK. Oh, far out. And... Um, he wrote, great work, chaps. <laughs> Hell. And, and, and um, we can actually send out the Harry Hog uh, theme for Firefox because I've updated the theme and it works with Firefox 2.0. Yes. So congratulations, Simon. Um, you will receive the Harry Hog Football official Firefox 2.0 theme to use in all your web browsing um, adventures. <laughs> and um, now let's move on to this week's Tom's Trivia question. If you uh, didn't hear it already, the tri- trivia question for this week is, what does Brandon Lloyd do with his egg yolks? <laughs> <laughs> what does Brandon Lloyd do with his egg yolks? What, what does B. Lloyd do with his egg yolks? And if you know the answer to this week's trivia question, go ahead and send it in to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-HogFootball.com. And this should be a fun week because there may or may not be a correct answer. 
Yeah, yeah. That's, that, we, we may give we may give a a theme for the most creative answer. Most creative actor. Yeah, most creative answer wins. He needs to be pouring those egg yolks all over his hands so they'll get sticky and he can catch the ball. <laughs> That's it. Speaking of, Aaron, I need to uh, send me the, the folks who've won the past uh, three or four weeks so I can send them those themes. Make sure I've got those uh, email addresses for those people since the themes are, uh, the theme is working again. Sure, I'll go ahead and forward you those, and hopefully we'll get out the uh, that theme to you. Now, now here, here's the cool thing, though. Since this is a fun question this week, what does B. Lloyd do with his egg yolks? We would love to get some voicemails from you guys on the Harry Hog Hotline at 202-657-HAIL. So uh, if you've got a creative story about what Brandon Lloyd does with his egg yolks, give us a ring, leave us a message. We would love to play it on the air. Mm-hmm. Yes, we would. Um, you guys out there might be listening to this beforehand, so this will be good information. Hopefully it's not late. But coming up on Saturday the 4th, speaking of Purple and Frilly, Redskins have a scrimmage against the uh, Purple Uglies, otherwise known as the, Raven, or the Ravens. That's right. And there's no chance of Clinton Portis getting injured in that game because he's not going to be playing. Yeah, he's sitting <laughs> out. <laughs> and I did want to point out to all you people that aren't living in uh, the area of Comcast Sports would be the Washington area and down to Virginia Beach. Anywhere that gets Comcast within the area. Um, you can catch that scrimmage on Sunday, I believe. I believe it's Sunday at 12 noon, but you better double check me on the NFL Network. Yeah, and, but otherwise it's when Saturday on Comcast, which if you have DirecTV, is channel 629. Right. Yeah, but they're going to black it out if you don't live in the area. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's what they did last year with the preseason. Yeah, they blacked out all the preseason games last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, you know what? I might be wrong. They might be showing it that night at like 8 o'clock on NFL Network. I don't remember. So double check me. But I know you can watch it on NFL Network across the country. Because we are such an exacting and accurate source of knowledge of these things, we just thought we would ramble about that for a minute. Yeah. In any event, um, did you guys see that article about? Um, or first of all, I want to ask you one thing: What's today's date? August the first, second. And, and who's still on the team? John Spring. That's right. I told you. I told you. Yeah, that's definitely one. One of my big predictions from the off season did not come to fruition. I thought for sure Springs was going to be cut by now, yeah. but. No, he's still there, and uh, apparently he's good and healthy. He's been working. He was working out with B. Lloyd and Zeg Yellows um, all off season, actually in Arizona. I was so. going to say, what, what, what's the deal with Arizona? Why, do, why don't so many folks go to Arizona to work out and eat egg yolks? It's warm. Yeah, I guess it's warm. But you know what else he? Also. You know who else he was working out with? Who? John's favorite cornerback, Walt Harris. But he, here's the yeah, that's one guy that the Redskins could have used last year. Because how many picks did he have? Dude, he had 12 takeaways by himself. And do you know how many the Redskins had? Including eight interceptions and four forced fumbles. Do you know how many takeaways the Redskins as a team had last year? Twelve. That's right. <laughs> Walt Harris. Walt Harris. Yeah, I just 
think we remember him being called a scrub, and we didn't need him back when he was a, uh, I think, an unrestricted free agent last offseason. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you know, that's good. Well, we him. had we had no idea that Greg Williams' defense was going to suck so bad. Well, it rolls downhill sometimes, I say. Yeah. Starts at the top and rolls downhill. Hey, but things... You know what? This has been the exciting season for me on that. If the defense can't kick it up this year under the command of Doug G. Williams... Cut! I've decided that, that, you know, I am washing my hands of Greg Williams. I don't care to see him again. He can go back to Buffalo or wherever that place was where he got his little ring from. Hey, get this, dudes. Guess what I just found out today, and I'm going to try to work this and see if we can get her on the podcast. But apparently, um, Daniel Snyder's executive assistant is good friends with this woman that I work with, or this woman that I know, a friend of Suzanne's. And uh, she's quitting and moving back to this area. Really? To be closer to her... uh, Son or something like that. Ooh, we can have like the Dan Snyder Chronicle. That's what I'm talking about. I, I want to see if we can get her on here. Suzanne was like, Dan Snyder probably made her sign some agreement that she won't I, say anything. Exactly what I was about to say. She probably can't say anything. No, the difference is she probably didn't know that she signed it. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right. She probably didn't, and she won't until he like. Wherever she moves to, her wages will start being garnished. And it will be going back into line Dan Snyder's pockets. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, what's this additional eighty-two dollars out of my check every week? And it'll have like BS written beside it. <laughs> it'll have DS's BS written next to it. BS. <laughs> In any event, dudes, uh, welcome back, John. We'll finally get to see some football this weekend, even though it yeah. is a scrimmage. And it's football season, y'all. So you better start getting pumped. Fantasy League stuff, there's some people writing in. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Oh, yeah, the Fantasy League uh, invites will be going out this week, like we said before. If you were in the league last year, you're in the league this year. If we have any opening spots, we're going to go with the order of uh, the order in which uh, requests have been received. And we've got, I don't know, we've got a handful of people who want to be in it and aren't going to be able to get in just because it's full from last year. But if it's a spot opening, you're on the list. You know. If we had enough, then another league could be started, but there's the whole issue of commissioner and all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's the so deal, y'all. Just like everyone's not going to make the Redskins this year, doesn't look like everyone's going to make it into the fantasy league. Harry Hogg Fantasy Football League. But we'll let you know this week. So, um, Yeah, I'm getting over my jet lag now, so I'll be, uh, I'll be getting that all worked well, out and invites should- out. You should listen to this podcast because even though you were not here, you were on the podcast. I've heard that. I haven't gotten to go back and listen to them. Now, oh, hey. The question now at this point is, did you guys have a random Redskin of the Week? We did last We did. We covered you, man. Yeah? Yeah? Did the well, Hawktown do it for me? Uh, no. Last week it was uh, Mark Mosley, I think. Oh, yeah. good one. It the was. last kicker and probably the only kicker ever to be MVP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, and real quick, before you give this week's random Redskin of the Week, I wanted to give a shout-out to Joey Vaughn, one of our faithful listeners who is serving over in Iraq. He just got shipped off. Oh, man. 
man. So hopefully he can still uh, get the podcast over there. And uh, hopefully he can get back and uh, get to catch some football games. Good luck, dude. Yeah, man. Godspeed and come home safe. Yeah. And um, all right, John, time for the Random Redskin of the Week. Random Redskin of the Week is Stuart Anderson. Stuart, the Scottish spelling with a U-A-R-T, linebacker out of University of Virginia. Played for the Redskins from 82 to 85. That's dude, 1982 to 1985. Dude, are you sure he's not a kicker? Yes, I'm sure he's not a kicker. I didn't think there were any Andersons in the NFL that weren't kickers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could change it. We could change it to a... Uh, no, no, I don't think the Redskins ever had any of the Andersons that were kickers, could they? Uh, they might have for like one week. Maybe. Maybe. Kicker last week. We, no, that's good. Remember that dude Reggie Roby, that punter that wore that huge like Casio watch in every game? <laughs> yeah, he was one of the last single bar uh, helmets. Actually, he's one of the last single bar face masks out there. In any event, we're rambling. He could be the random Redskin next week. <laughs> in any event, dudes, don't forget to watch the uh, scrimmage this week. And then next week is the first preseason game on the 11th against the Titans, and it is on the NFL Network live. So John's going to have to go to a bar and watch it. And as always, hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, Dude, are you guys still there? Are you guys still there? Because I forgot to say something in the podcast. Yeah, dude, we're yeah. here. What, what did you forget to say? Guess what was on as we were recording the podcast on the NFL Network? It almost made me puke. What? Michael Irvin, My Road to Canton. What? <laughs> what? Michael Irvin... <laughs> colon my word my road my road to Canton well I think the colon thing goes without saying if he was in jail dude I think he probably drove the new trail of tears <laughs> you're right about that but he created anyway anyway I'll talk to y'all later alright man later on bye